It's time to grab your book and your nipples. Snatch 22 Podcast. Hello and welcome to Snatch 22 Podcast, where we read and rail on ridiculous erotica. I'm Croy. And I'm Tatiana. Maybe you can tell because I sound like a soulful jazz singer. I've kind of lost my voice, so I'm just going to be extra sensual Everything's going to be sexy. Everything's sexy. Ooh, is that foot fungus? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Makes it all better. Oh, you know what? Maybe this will help people tell us apart. I hear sometimes people have a hard time because people have lower voices. Well, yeah. No, we... Yeah, we... mm. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, fair. I can definitely tell the difference. Actually, sometimes I can't. I like, can tell the difference. Was that me? Real fans can tell <laughs> the difference. Yeah, tell us if you know. That's like um, <laughs> when you're young and you try to tell the difference between like the NSYNC boys or Backstreet Boys. Like, who's singing? This is AJ right yeah. now. When they're singing, I know the way that Chris Kirkpatrick riffs. <laughs> oh my God, this is definitely Nick Carter. Like, shut up. You don't even know him. You don't even know him. He's a Leo. You don't even know. His eyes are blue, okay? They're blue. Bluish green, bitch. <laughs> Like, what the fuck did you even know? Uh, I used to have fights with people about who loved Nick Carter more. Ew, but he was the weakest. I thought he was really hot. I mean, now he's definitely the grossest. But then it was like, oh, but which one's Nick or Aaron? I mean, they're both no so way. hot. Oh, my God, no. I opened Tatiana's eyes recently to the yeah. world of Kevin. Yeah, he was hot. He was the hot. Backstreet Boy. He was overlooked. He was the fucking... He's not, like, the sensitive one and, like, the, I'm the sensitive one. But Kevin was, like... Hot. He's like that. He's black Irish. He's got those bright blue eyes, creamy pale skin, black hair. Looks like he just did like a metric barrel of heroin. Oh yeah, look him up. Look him up. Look him up. We should look up all the Backstreet Boys' birthdays. I'm sorry, everybody. You have to know. I can't believe that we haven't done this to this point. Okay, so Backstreet Boys. You know what? While you do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna chart in sync. Oh my god! We might as well. Birthdays. In sync birthdays. October third. He's a Libra. Ooh, I'm Kevin. 47. Kevin, like, ooh, do I want her or don't I? I oh. don't know, but either way, I want a relationship. Uh, for sure. Okay, anyway, Brian. Look up, yeah, their whole birthday. So Brian is um, an, uh, a Pisces. Gross. Brian? Yeah. Wait, is he the, he's the actual sensitive one, right? Like the blonde yeah. one who kind of looks like he got hit with a shovel? Oh my God. I don't what? think he's that bad looking. I think um, he was cute. He was one of the cute ones. He's not like fucking Howie, who apparently is um, Cuspy and Leo Virgo. Oh, you know what? Ugly. Cuspy and Leo Virgo, I've, I, they're they're actually pretty great. I know like one or two, and they're great. I love those. You know who's also a Cuspy and Leo? His exact same birthday. Mussolini. Bo Burnham. Same. Hot. Person. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> and then AJ is um, he's a Capricorn. Gross. AJ is a Capricorn. Where's Nick Wait, Carter? Is AJ the one who has like rainbow braids or whatever? I don't know if they're rainbow braids, but he was definitely the most like. Thuggy looking He one? was like, yeah, he Kira was like loved him. Cool. Oh, you know what? No, I'm thinking of Chris Kirkpatrick, but I feel like AJ had his own thing too. Oh my God. I don't even remember. Oh, an Aquarius. Nick Carter's an Aquarius. Ooh, is he? So he just can't fucking settle on He's just really anything. in his own head, isn't he? But he's, he's really nice. He's really in his own Get head, but oh, what is that? Oh, it's like, whatever. I'm trying to make, just saying like quirky things. Like, I'm so funny. Ha! And then being like weird. Wow, my dating history. <laughs> I'm in pain. Oh, Vanessa Hudgens is a Sagittarius. Well, nobody asked about Vanessa Hudgens. Sorry, no, she just pops up on the bottom. No. Well, are you looking up the insane? I am. I just got them. Thanks. All right. Okay. Uh, Christopher Allen Kirkpatrick of Insane. Christopher Allen! Is a Libra. <gasps> Hold up. JC Shazza's has so my birthday. No way! Yes. I'm so, so jealous right oh now. I'm my so God. jealous. He has the best scarves. 
I'm so jealous. Um, I was so in love with JC. <clears throat> JC was, he's got great bone structure. He had beautiful blue eyes and great bone structure. His song, um, Blowing Me Up With Your Love, is honestly still sexy and fun. It's so fun. Blowing me up with her love. I yeah. think I was pretty, um, maybe even more disappointed that he was gay. Not disappointed in that way, but you know what I mean? I'm like, happy for him, but yeah. sad for us. He's sad for vaginas everywhere, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his birthday's August 8th. He's a Leo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Brethren. Joseph Anthony Fatone. I love Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. He's so funny. My big fat Greek wedding. He's on Aquarius. January I'm 29th. Shocked. I thought he was going to be a fire sign. No, I don't know. He does kind of have that like, I'm yeah. silly, kind of doofy. I'm like here. Whatever. Uh, James Lance Bass. Bass! As Taurus as they come. Gross. Okay. And Justin Timberlake, JT, baby boy, king of all kings. Aquarius. Wow. Yeah. Aquarians are killing it today. Yeah, they're doing very good. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. What? Uh, click five, NSYNC, whatever. Oh, my God. NSYNC stands for the last letter of every member's name. Justin, Chris, Joey, Lanston, JC. That what? is... There's no way they pushed this the truth on Lanston. No, no, no. That's that's what uh, Lance Bass was a nickname. That was his nickname was Lanston. Well, I'm saying maybe it became a nickname because they were like, how it's gonna be in. Hold on, what was it? Ensenk. Ensen. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they they had to figure it out. They had to figure it out. Ooh, no wonder. Rest in peace, you beautiful soul. Chester was a Pisces from Lincoln Park. Oh my God! Wait, isn't that isn't? Didn't you you're the one who told me that Pisces have a higher tendency of drug abuse? As far as there's like a, a like um I I think it's uh, Cancer Moon has a high risk oh, of me. alcoholism I... and uh sad eating. Sad then, eating! Ah! <laughs> Truly me. And then I think I think Pisces Pisces okay because they're they're te- has a tendency towards escapism. Uh-huh. They can be intense with drugs. Like if they get addicted to something, whatever it is. You're done. You're done. I can't even do it. My poor throat. Uh, you're done. You're I, done. I, I, I got you, baby. That's why I'm here. I'm here to take the high notes. I'm but also, baby. sorry to any Pisces. <clears throat> yeah. Holla. Fight hard. Fight hard. I'm glad the first, like, I don't know, 10 minutes of this podcast is going to be us bitching about astrology with boy, like, boy bands. It's so important, fun. though, because it's leading to something that goes hand in hand with boy bands. Oh. And that's football. As we all say, football, foot, football. We all know that the Super Bowl is upon us. Um, we oh, really? Do you actually care? I do care. I love okay. football. I've loved football my whole life. That's cool. We just never talk about it because I'd rather die. I figure you don't want to. So I just I like, don't. I, I mean, tuck it away. Right. She's right. I just seal it up in my teeny tiny little football heart and just, um, but no, I was, I went to Bucks games as a kid with my dad. Like I, I used to go to baseball games, hockey games. I really, I, I like sports. I'm not like a stat head or anything where I'm going to be like, but no, I do love it, but I am excited. Um, actually LA's team is in it. So that's LA fucking team. new. Anyway, so this episode is about football because football. the Super Bowl is upon us. And sorry, I'm fucking <clears> around. <throat> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. Wiggle that button, all them bean bags. I'm gonna okay. sip my tea because my throat is hell. <laughs> Fresh hell. Fresh hell. <laughs> now accepting applicants for hell. Not for my throat, but for hell. Oh well. My throat um, will do well in hell. <laughs> do many good things. <clears throat> it's already on fire, so hell. Um oh my poor baby. You should probably gargle some salt water. Oh, I will. That'll help. <clears throat> I definitely will. So this week, in honor of the old sports, the old pig skinneroo, slip slap, men in tight pants, we are reading an erotica by Mandy DeSandra called Indomitian Sue Stomped in My Balls, and I liked it. Oh, boy, did he. Oh, boy, did he. Boy, did he. Those big old feet coming down on you, those big, beautiful, brave feet. 
Braves feed. Can I see how he looks? Uh, you're not going to like it. Oh, good. I, I cannot wait. Tatiana. Uh-huh. Look me in the eyes. You're not going to like it. I want you to look it up, but. In Dominic and Sue, yeah. Sue. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you like Jimmy Garoppolo. Look him up. That's the, uh, he he replaced Tom Brady when he was out for Deflategate. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, basically everyone that's ever been a quarterback. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is hot as hell. Yeah, oh my Jimmy- God. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know. It's not yeah. that um, Indomitian Sue is, is like an ugly guy. He's just <clears throat> very bulky. Yeah, he, he's, he's a lot huge. to handle. huge. I was on the Miami a, Dolphins. Uh, and not, yeah, <laughs> my mommy loves. Them. I don't know anything about them, but my my mommy loves Miami Dolphins. Aww, so yummy. these are just things to know. He's a tank, but man, yeah. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy boy. Well, Jimmy. that's the joke is that the Patriots quarterbacks all basically look like like '90s shaving models. Because like Tom Brady, he's he's a beautiful man. Jimmy Garoppolo. I know everyone man. hates Tom Brady. Yeah, they do because he's fucking great, and not even like in the sense of like, yay Patriots, he's great, but like. Homie is just made of rings at this point. He's fucking made of rings. He's good at what he does. I think he's 40, and he's still crushing. Like, he's beating the shit out of everybody. He's hot. Mm, yeah. Man, I, Jimmy is next level, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, it did not hurt watching would, him replace Tom Brady for a while. I was like, Arr. I would love for him to step on my balls, and I do mean that. I would love mm, that as well. Yeah. I'll take pictures. Please. And hold them with me always. Okay, I guess we should read this book. We should read this book. Um, right. And Dominican Sue stomped up my balls, and I liked it. Um, would you, you do like me, me the honor, you the privilege it, of fucking reading so I just simply don't have to for right now? You got it, my love. Okay. I do love you. My princess. I understand. All right. Three, two, one, sports. <laughs> sports. Hey, Tom sports. Brady looked up at the scoreboard and shook his head in disgust. Mm. He hated playing the Miami Dolphins, but he hated throwing three picks before halftime even more. Whatever that means. He was sitting alone on the bench and noticed his wide receivers were talking with his backup quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Hi. Jimmy was standing tall, holding a football, listening to his receiver talk about the weakness of the Miami Dolphins secondary. <laughs> what do any of these words mean? Um, Brady hadn't been benched, but he saw in the Belichick's eyes. That's the coach. Right. <laughs> that he'd be making that decision by halftime. Half the time. Um, Tom was able to read those eyes better than any playbook. Can the- I just go ahead and pause? This, this already reminds me of when you were narrating the Spock and fucking Gandalf, Gandalf erotica talking about hobbit holes and shit. I was so Uhura. hot. Like, oh, you're like, oh, God. Okay, can we just tell them to go listen to that one again? Because it's yeah, such a good absolutely. one. Absolutely. I wish I could remember which episode That one's episode Billionaire was. Dinosaur, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, go check out Billionaire Dinosaurs Force Me Gay. I think it was in our first or second season. Um, there's a lovely improper erotica that one Squatiana is the narrator for, and it goes about how this is going to go. It's a fucking great time. You will laugh your entire nipples until they bleed. It's also sexy Star Trek Lord of the Rings yeah, fun. Star Trek Lord of the Rings crossover erotica between two old bland men. Dildo Baggins. Anyway. <laughs> just a little teaser. Just a little teaser. teaser. Just a little okay. something. So, yeah. Um, okay. The Dolphins quarterback, Ryan Tannehill... Nailed down to the end to end the half, but Brady kept looking at those angry eyes under the hood, hoodie of his coach. Mm. Brady noticed there was something even worse behind Belichick's eyes: depression. Oh, this is deep. <laughs> he saw his coach, mentor, and father figure was going through the five stages of grief. Oh my God, Bill! Brady had been going through some grief of his own. Def- Deflategate. Thank you. <laughs> Deflategate. <laughs> Deflategate. Um, Deflategate. Deflategate was the worst experience of his life since being drafted in the sixth round. 
He loved football as much as his beautiful wife. And the idea that he'd miss one game not due to injury made him feel more rage than he'd play his arch rivals, the Jets. (gasps) (laughs) When you're a Jet, you're a a Jet jet all day. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the Jets. (laughs) Ooh, where was I? Okay, when the court ruled he would... Mm, Sorry. (laughs) When the court ruled he would be reinstated back into the league, Brady felt euphoria and relief. He was ready to win another Super Bowl. Hoop, go! Right. Um, to celebrate the court... <laughs> he took his wife, Giselle. You know that he's married to Giselle Bouchon, Yeah, yeah right? I okay. did. I forgot, I thought... I, I forgot one of the football players is married to Carrie Underwood, correct? Oh, no wonder she gets to do all the fucking songs. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know, I guess that, I mean, that one's Giselle. I mean, who would blame her? Who blame either of them? Good God in heaven. His best friend, Alex Guero. Sure. Out for a special dinner. They went to their favorite organic and vegan restaurant. Ugh. Organic Orgasmo. Wow. Guerra was Brady's best friend, trainer, nutritionist, and spiritual advisor. Guerra had taught Brady that his body was a temple, and if he put the ring put the ring thing in it, he would be able to play well into his 40s. And he is. Guerra mentored Brady and taught him that psychology was just a fad of the modern age, and that everything was actually connected to the pain body to the pain body what is happening guero believed guilt and stress were the natural cleansing of the soul this yikes is... well, our souls are clean oh i gotta say i am squeaky clean <laughs> i am a clean baby <laughs> oh wax on wax off <laughs> guero felt the best way to deal with life's issues was to eat cleaner eat cleaner i, I thought he meant like i was like like bleach like bleach i was like we have a total story about that yeah um, and exercise harder Guerrero not only controlled Brady's workouts, diet, and spiritual views, but also his sex life. Ew. I love where this is going. Get your hands out of there. No, put him, put him back in there. Thirds. Thirds. Oh, God. To keep his QB testosterone levels high and Brady's focus, Guerrero would measure his T-cells. If they were lower than usual, he would let Tom and Giselle have a night of intimacy. Wow, So this thanks. guy's the gatekeeper to his wife's sex? Giselle must be fucking hungry. Um, yeah, thirsty. It was hard and uncomfortable at first, but Tom realized if he wanted to keep playing, even sex had to be regulated and used to increase his playing performance. Ugh. Brady had an obsession to always be the best, and when him and Guerrero saw that he threw 2.3% more accurately with deflated balls, Tom made sure the ball boys put in a little less than regulation because that would give him a 0.08% more chance of winning. I hate this. Oh my god, they're literally fucking with he never felt guilt about it or even thought it was cheating. It wasn't cheating. And he felt- wasn't even, it didn't even happen. I'm so mad. I'm salty all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, wow. Come on, Deflate Gate, you fucking losers. They're just mad because he's good. Whatever, it's fine. And felt justice was served from the court. He was happy to celebrate the victory at Organic Orgasmo. And when it was time for dessert, he wanted his favorite meal, avocado banana split. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> Ooh. Pussy. Brady loved ice cream. And when he agreed to take on Guero... As his nutritionist and spiritual mentor, the first thing Guerrero did was force Brady to give up real ice cream. It was harder for Brady than coming back with a torn ACL. Brady loved ice cream as much as he loved having sex with his supermodel wife, Giselle. You know what? what? That fair. You know what? Me too. Yet the greatest (laughs) memories Brady had were not winning Super Bowls or having sex with Giselle. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah, he's wrong. But of eating ice cream with his dad while watching his beloved childhood team, the San Francisco 49ers. There's a picture in this one. That's fun. Um, Brady almost fired Guerra after going a whole week without ice cream. Brady needed his ice cream. Like, he needed family and friends. I thought he was going to say, like, he needed sex with his wife. <laughs> when he was junior QB at the University of Michigan and lost his job to the bigger arm Drew Henson, he consoled him. Consoled him. I'm sorry. Consoled him with a pint of Haagen-Dazs double chocolate chip. Yum tum. Yeah, that sounds great. Guerrero saw Brady was good on the field but had a fragile psyche 
that he's soothed by eating sugar and fats. Me too. Yeah, Cancer all moon. of us. Everyone. Are um, you Tom Brady? Am I, Tom Brady? <laughs> I am Tom Brady. When's Tom Brady's Tom birthday? Brady. We're Tom Brady ladies. When's Tom, when's Tom Brady's birthday? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, hey, I'm looking up right now. You uh, keep going. Thank you. Guerrero explained to Brady after throwing this uh, session that he had an unhealthy spiritual attachment to ice cream. In order to wean him off, one second, he would show him the greatest non-dairy vegan ice cream in the United States. He brought him to Organic Orgasmo. After their season, Guerrero had them serve him their famous avocado banana split. The scoops of avocado mixed with cinnamon and vegan ricotta were not haagen but they were enough for Brady to buy into Guerrero and his system. What is he? Okay, I need you to know, and I need you to prepare the preparations. Is it Scorpio? So, Tom Brady is a Leo. <gasps> Tom Brady is a Leo. Jimmy Garoppolo is a Scorpio. <laughs> but, sexy. but, gross. He's only 28 years old, 27. Jimmy, I know. Toddy's eyebrows just went straight into outer space. And into my own vagina. Kaboink. Yeah, they circled the world, tickle. traversed the galaxy. They are now safe and sound in a uterus. I'm. Is he married? Is he gay? I mean, none of this matters. I'm never going to literally meet this person in my life. You don't know that. That's fair. Rhea's here for you. <laughs> I, I deleted Rhea. Did you? Yeah, High five. Right? Well, bam, bam, bam. I didn't tell you. Yeah, for those who don't know, Rhea is a, uh, it, well, it started out elitist. as like a celebrity dating app, but now it's just like, it's an invite only kind of elitist dating app that it was like, sucks. it was a who, and it was just fucking stupid. It was stupid. They shouldn't sponsor. Tinder and Bumble should sponsor me. But they should. <laughs> they should honestly keep in their business afloat. Who are some of the people, I know that we, we swiped on Skrillex. Well, I mean like we saw him. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Because uh, I was like, I wanted nothing. I didn't know that was Skrillex. We saw Skrillex. Hannibal Burris. Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, yeah. Oh, I saw Zed, the famous DJ. Oh, Zed. Zed's dead. Zed's dead. And then, oh no, there was I saw Flume. Uh, He's a really famous one. What the fuck is his name? Oh, I saw uh, the dude from Cheat Codes. I don't know who that is. Which, he'll change your life. Show me. Uh, look Cheat up Cheat Codes singer. All right. I know his name starts with a T. I can't remember it. I feel like I have to put it. Whoa! Wait. That's this guy? I've matched with this guy like nine times on Tinder. Oh my God. Yeah, and every time I've messaged him, he's never responded. Well, sure, he's probably busy just drowning in labia everywhere. Yeah, just, just drowning in pussy. Why does he even go on these apps? He doesn't need to. Okay, now, oh yeah, he's so hot. Yeah, I've actually showed you him years ago. Really? I, Trevor Dahl, that's his name. He was the one that I, um, I sent you a screenshot when you were driving with your van to LA. Oh my God. I, I remember I sent you a screenshot because you were bored. You were like, just send me dudes. So I was like, okay. So years ago I sent you, I was like, look at this guy's hair. And you were like... I will die. Yeah. I will die. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so I guess I'll message him. I don't I don't remember what I said. So I was like, hey, what's a ghost's favorite fruit? <laughs> Booberry. It's a banana, bitch. <laughs> and he was like, dead to me, whore. <laughs> God, you're so ugly. <laughs> That's what he said. Anyway. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo, Scorpio of the century. What a sex machine. Anyway. We'll just you know what, move honestly, to Boston. We'll find him. Is that where he's in Boston? He's a... Yeah, he's a cold Boston. Boston. Uh, <laughs> I'm sipping off to Boston. Whoa. Yeah. I don't have one throat, so my, I'll stop here. That's okay, my baby. I'm my sorry. Baby. Jimmy Garoppolo, if you're out there, we know you're an Avid Snatch 22 fan. <laughs> if you're, if you're out be. there listening right now, we got a girl... And you gotta get her. <laughs> you gotta get her. You gotta get, get her. her. Yeah, One yeah, Squadiana yeah. is coming for you. Yeah, for sure. Come. I, w- I would love to come for him. Anyway. Once Brady. Once Brady was able to quit ice cream, he was willing to do anything to raise his percentage to win. Deflated football image. Yeah, thank you. Thank of you. course, of course. It's clip art. Things had gone full circle from their first meeting at Organic Orgasmo to their final one one to celebrate the deflate gate. 
court ruling. But when his favorite dessert arrived, Brady noticed that the right scoop was a little deflated. <gasps> the one ice cream scoop was not up to its standard size, like the other, and it distracted from the beauty of the vegan sundae. That's God, he sounds like a dick. Preposterous. <laughs> um, Tom Brady was not one to um, philosophize, but he had a horrible thought. What if deflating his football was the same as not making the perfect avocado vegan regatta banana split? <laughs> Brady stared in horror at the drooping ice cream scoop. That is gonna be our ska band. I, oh, yes! Drooping perfect. ice cream scoop. <laughs> perfect avocado vegan regatta banana split. <laughs> oh my god. That'll Deep, be our opening song. Yeah, for sure. Deep down, he hated lying about deflating the footballs. Oh but, my fucking god. But Guero had taught him that lies and truth were just Western beliefs. Winning was the one and only noble truth. Fuck. He's got a point. Fuck you, Mandy DeSandra. I'm Guero not on board. lifted up a spoon and put it to Brady's mouth and told him, The ice cream you eat is all the guilt you feel. Eat it all away, Tom. You must have none when the season starts. Oh my Christ. Hope he said that right into his dick hole. Just... <laughs> and the little mouth responded, Thank you. Anyway, in the first game of the season, Tom Brady lit up the Steelers and his winning streak continued throughout the season. But each week, Tom noticed new things that reminded him of his guilt over deflate gate. Sorry. That's really I love me. your different inflections on <laughs> it. Sorry. Deflate gate. Someone's going to help me. This is my mama's meat sauce. I'm so glad it's a staple. Yeah, I'm glad. It will be. We'll put it on t-shirts. While being chauffeured to practice, he'd look at the tires on the other cars and noticed some were more deflated than others. Oh, wow. It's haunting him. He was heartbroken when he noticed that his wife's breasts were not even the same size. Nobody's how, breasts are the same how size. How dare you bring Giselle into this? Like, whatever. The breasts that he had thought were perfect lacked a complete symmetry. How would you get fucked? Tom Brady's a total tool. Literally, all breasts are uneven. All everything Just is a uneven. Bit, yeah. yeah, everything. It's like one fucking ear is a tiny bit higher, one nostril is a little bit bigger. Like fucking everything's. Don't this look at my nostrils. This is literally just a line in the book. But I'm like, you would be. I mean, I'm, people are so stupid. People are so stupid. It's fine. I I agree, and it's Tom Brady, so I really love him. Yes. <laughs> sexy Leo. Fucking sexy take charge Leo. Whatever, anyone. Am I a sexy take charge Leo? You're my sexy take charge Leo. Hi, Me. baby. Wow. Hi, baby. Hi. <laughs> he realized that he actually enjoyed holding the smaller one a little bit more than the bigger one. Mm, this is going to come Ooh, handy. God bless. Um, when Crazy they made Leo. love, Guero continued to monitor them to make sure that Tom's testosterone levels remained high, but Brady had begun to break down and go limp. What? This is a lot of fun for Giselle. One day, during a mandatory sex session, Boo. he took his hand off his wife's smaller breasts and cried into one of those supermodel, round, luscious breasts. So dumb. No, no crying, Brady. This is sex time. Time to raise testosterone. A frustrated Guerrero said from his sex monitoring chair. <laughs> I can't believe this. Um, crying is only allowed during onion eating Thursday to cleanse yourself. <laughs> Stop crying and take her like one of the great wolves of the Shenandoah Valley. Jesus. What is happening? Brady couldn't mount her doggy style like he used to before deflate gate. Instead, he continued crying, and Guerrero said, Giselle, give your man a good base sitting. He needs uh, it. Yeah, Giselle, get him, get him, get him, get him, Giselle, Brazilian waxed asshole and pussy, looked glorious, glistening and moist. Get it, girl. Normally, he licked her anus with glee. Never mind. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, and here we are. Um, which Guerrero said had uh, probiotic properties. Stop. This is Pseudoscience! <laughs> but Tom Brady only cried tears of guilt and that dried into her bleached asshole. 
Guero shook his head and said, Brady, you're playing the Dolphins tomorrow. They're finally getting good. Wake, Wake can get to you and even worse there in... Uh, Indomikasu. If you aren't careful, he'll stomp on your balls and you'll really feel deflated. Football clip art. Football clip art. <laughs> One more time. Um, Brady was startled out of his obsessive guilty thoughts about deflate gate and not being able to properly fuck his wife by his team running into the locker room for halftime. Mm. <clears throat> Lovely. Sue hadn't touched Brady, but Cameron Wake, who miraculously came back from a torn ACL from the final game of the season, had sacked him five times. Damn. Whatever that means. The football oh. felt too heavy for Brady to unload. I cannot. It was as heavy as his conscience. The guilt was weighing him down, and it was coming out as long and drawn-out torture that gnawed at him harder and harder. Brady sulked while walking to the locker room. <laughs> he didn't even bother to hear Belichick's speech, <coughs> chewing out the offensive line on the secondary of the Patriots. Instead, he went to the doctor's area in the back to get his ankle checked out. He heard Belichick say that he would be starting the game with the kid Garoppolo. Yum. 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 Brady didn't feel much pain in his ankle, but he felt it in his testicles. Mm. He had not been able to ejaculate with his wife for weeks. Fuck This was the worst case of blue balls he'd ever had. It was even worse than the time that Belichick had forced the whole team to give up sex for a month because they had (laughs) lost to the Jets at home during the playoffs. (gasps) He would. Today was much worse. His balls ached, and his bad conscience about deflate gate was giving him terrible headache. He felt like he was falling apart and wished that he had called his best friend, his dad, Mr. Brady. <laughs> Tom remembered his dad teaching him never to cheat. Tom had believed and kept the same principle until Belichick became his coach and taught him that cheating was just another way to win. Fuck you, Mandy DeSandra. You fucking I hate Patriots. It's so funny. Well, it, like everybody hates the Patriots. It's like a bandwagon to hate them, and people consider it also a bandwagon to like them. There's like there's no winning with it. Where everyone's like, oh well, everyone everyone liked the Patriots when they started getting good, and then people are like, oh well, I fucking hate them because they're good. And it's like it's just right. so stupid because they definitely I, they. Uh, Brady was benched for a while. Like, he didn't get to play for a long time. And then they did all the court case and all this shit, and it was just like, it was so, it was just, oh my god. At the time, I was dating Dan, and he was from Boston. Oh, very. Huge. He was like a giant Patriots fan, and like, all his family would talk about that, and I'm like, I can't even believe it. They knew, like, all the in and outs of the court case, and I'm like, shit, you know what? Shit. It just sucked. But I mean, here he is, he's playing football, you can be salty all you want, Mandy, DeSandra. All right, Tom was just angry that he had been led astray by his coach, but he loved winning. Belichick walked in and mumbled out to Brady, This might be it, Tom. You played pretty good for your career. You just don't have it anymore. Pretty good. I won four Super Bowls. You should have won six. Like I said, you played pretty good. Also, Mr. Belichick, do you have the newspaper? I've been hoping to get a newspaper for a shiny dime. Can you give me today's talkies? <laughs> That's exactly how Belichick talks, and I don't want to hear another word. Okay. I just, coach, I just can't get my head right. Also, um, Tom Brady is a 14-year-old boy. For sure. <laughs> Will he, won't he? Uh, the, the, the deflate game thing, it's finally getting to me. Belichick slapped Brady across the face and said, Your mind has gone weak, not your body. Fine, the kid needs you to play hero. Go out there and take a sack by Sue. Call him a name and let him stomp you. You will leave the game for an injury and they will kick him out. It will get us ready for the playoffs. No, Bill, please. I still got it. 
No, you're a sunk cost, Tom. You are gonna be a star. <laughs> you had stars in your eyes. What happened? Now you're one of the dogs. Sunk or not, I gotta play, coach. You gotta win. No, you don't. You don't have the fire anymore, Tom. You've been losing each week. Sue is gonna suck you, and whatever that means. And he is going oh to God. stomp on you, and you're going to take yourself out of the game. I can't bench you. You've earned to be taken out of the game by a cheap shot in the balls instead of benching. <gasps> Belichick. No, coach. I can still play. I'll get it together. <laughs> Sue's gonna sack you, and you're gonna give your job to the kid. It's final. Belichick walked away, but Brady wasn't ready to quit football. Football clip art. Okay, what true dinkus. Okay. <laughs> Halftime had ended, and the Patriots got the ball back after Tannehill, and the Dolphins went three and out. Damn. Brady looked angry stepping into the field. Belichick gave him a stern look, and Brady took the play call and heard McDaniel say in his ear to not make it audible. It was a shotgun 40-yard out right to left side. I want to stop. I want to know what you understood in the last two sentences. Not a thing. <laughs> cool. Let's keep going. I'm just saying words at this point. They're not <laughs> stringing together. Yeah, shotgun 40 yard, side side, quarterback. Quarterback, quarterback. There are quarterbacks. There's a ball for your foot, but you don't, you just kind of throw it. Look there, out. There's grass and there's fans in the yard. There's a fans in the yard. This is football. Deflategate, deflategate, deflategate. Hey, hey, hey. Anyway, let's, what's a football? <laughs> Brady's receiver didn't have the speed, and the O-line wouldn't be able to hold off the left side of Sue and Wake. It was guaranteed sack. Even though Brady was pissed, he still respected the chain of command and called the play at the huddle. He would take his sack and walk off the field. Damn it, Mandy. You almost made it. I know, right? So close. <clears throat> Even he had to admit it. He didn't have it anymore, and he didn't want to be the reason they lost to the Dolphins. He got ready to receive the snap and the shotgun. He felt the tightness and anxiety in his body. Brady knew if he, if he found a way to release all the tension, all the tightness, he would go back to being the Super Bowl champion. But for now, he was more Brett Favre, 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 post-cockgate <laughs> than Joe Montana. Right. Brady snapped the ball and froze his... Indomitian. God, help me. Indomitian. Sue Bull rushed the defensive line. He charged forward and slammed Brady right into the ground. Sack. Oh, right. There you go, boy. Uh, Brady's body was in good enough shape that it barely hurt, but Sue pretended to trip and stomped right on Tom Brady's balls. Brady felt extraordinary pain, but the pain quickly turned into euphoria. The buildup of guilt about deflating footballs was temporarily gone as he felt his own balls being deflated. (laughs) I get that. I get that. Uh, The physical pain overcame the emotional torture. He felt blood rush to his erect cock. Tom convulsed and felt rapture shoot True him. Come on, man. Truff or true. Damn it. Him and that was better than ice cream. His wife's vagina and winning the Super Bowl. Incorrect. Incorrect. Probably. <laughs> My Kindle logged out of itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take it from here. Okay, you good? The feelings exploded out of his balls, and Tom Brady came hard in his pants on the 22-yard line. My Penalty flags were thrown, while worried players looked at Brady, hoping he didn't just have a seizure. But on Brady's face was a euphoric smile. Sue stomping on his balls gave him the best orgasm he had ever had. The guilt, the worry, all of it was gone. Brady could get back to being the best quarterback in football. Sue was penalized for personal roughness, but the Miami Dolphins fans all cheered. 
They hated Brady more than hurricanes and hanging chads and felt the cheater deserved a good kick in the balls. But they looked concerned when the Jumbotron showed Brady with a serene smile spread across his face. Belichick signaled for him to stay down, but Brady looked up at his head coach and shook his head. Tom then gave Belichick the same look of determination that he had before he drove the Patriots to their final winning drive to beat the Rams and win their first Super Bowl. Coach Belichick saw that not even God himself could take Brady off the field. God! God himself. Brady jumped up, but the guys and fans noticed the huge cum stain on his gray ah! uniform pants. It was still wet with his cum. Yum. He wiped the rest off on his fingertips, realizing it would give him a better grip. Okay. <laughs> They're not wrong. He looked back at the dolphin line and saw Sue on the sidelines, angrily kicking Gatorade over. Yeah. <laughs> football. Brady felt an attraction towards the massive man and a motivation to make Sue even angrier so he'd step on his balls even harder when he returned to the game. What? <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Tom looked back towards his team and walked up to the line for an audible. He realized with Sue on the Dolphins bench, he'd have more time to go deep. He was more mm. alert and noticed the mismatch between the linebacker, the linebacker and Gronkowski. Brady hiked the ball on a quick count and did a three-step drop. His balls were light and made up for the football being regulation-sized. The dried cum gave him a better grip, and he hit Gronk on a 20-yard out. The weak safety was trampled over, and the Gronk ran into the end zone. Gronk did his touchdown dance, known as Gronking, and Brady smiled, feeling the wind blow against his stomped-on balls. Mm, But as the cum dried, the euphoria and the high of scoring a touchdown was gone. Addicted. A dick. Thank dick. you. We both, yeah. I'm addicted to dick. <laughs> to ball stomping. <laughs> ball stomping. The same feelings of guilt came back to Tom Brady, and he realized that the only way for him to rid himself of that emotional torment and to be able to throw another touchdown was for Indomitian Sue to stomp on his balls again. Brady sat on the Patriot sideline and could hear the voice of his offensive coordinator, Mick Daniels, yelling in his ear, but none of it reached him. All of Brady's focus was across the sidelines on Sue. He watched how all the Miami Dolphins' body language was subconsciously submissive to the alpha male nose tackle. Brady gazed at those size 22-sized black shoes glistening in the Miami sunlight, and all he yearned for in life was to have them step on his balls again. I mean, just one more time. Brady, goddammit! Not his accent at all. Offensive coordinator McDaniels. Pay attention and stop thinking about your hot wife and get yourself back into the game. We got to do screens. Some seven-yard slants or that asshole Sue is going to suck you again and stomp on your balls, that dirty fucking bastard. It all hurts. That that had couldn't have been good for the voice. It was terrible and I regret it. Okay. Brady kept his eyes on Sue. He imagined how painful and exquisite his cleats would feel on his cum-crusted, guilt-filled ball sack. Oh, me. Well, here we are. <clears throat> he turned his attention towards McDaniel and said, I've played football more than you have fucking coached it. Ooh. We're throwing bombs, and if Sue gets me, he gets me. Fuck that. I don't play scared. I'm Tom fucking Brady. Even the NFL can't sack me. Boom, 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 boom. McDaniels was happy to see Brady's fire was back. He nodded okay and said, All right, Tom. (laughs) On first down, we're going to do the same play. Hit Gronk across the stream. Just be careful of Sue. 
Watch your left side. He and Wick are kicking all lines. Ass. I mean, who even knows? I'm not afraid of shit. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's Michael Jackson. Oh. <laughs> I'm not afraid of shit. They can beat the line and I'll still hit Gronk. All right, they're punting. Here's your chance. Tom Brady nodded his head. The Dolphins punted the ball and Brady put his eyes back on Sue. The monstrous man was adjusting his jockstrap. But Brady mm. wanted those massive mitts punching his balls. He felt a tingle from his taint to his testicles. His erection returned, and it became engorged when Sue looked at Brady. How we all get that way. The two men's eyes met, and Brady knew that he needed to provoke him. Brady took his cum-crusted fingers and okay. pretended to slit his throat. He then grabbed his hard cock and stared down in Dominican Sue. The defensive lineman of the Dolphins didn't change his expression or even move. Only his eyes showed his range. Um, he was going to stomp on Tom Brady's balls twice as hard. Football clip art. Football clip art. And honestly, I think that's probably a pretty good place I was just to call that. it. I know. I, the, the, the cliffhanger for sure. Oh, we're splitting this into a two-parter. So that way we can make a sandwich out of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl pre-Super Bowl Wednesday and Super Bowl pump Super Bowl Because as you can Wednesday. tell, we both, we both love Super Bowls. I do love Super Bowls. Um, I know. I'm just saying both of us. Because you can tell that I absolutely... We enjoy sport. I am mm-hmm. into the sports, for I sure. I like the football. I I like all of the things that ha- I know all of the names. When the teams have their jerseys on and everyone is just out sporting, you know... That's when I feel alive. Those are the moments that you remember. Honestly, their butts are great, though. Football players' butts are just fantastic. I'm going to say most athlete butts. I mean, soccer. Soccer. Rugby. Rugby's like a full Rug- body workout. That's hot. Jesus. Swimmers. Swimmers got great bodies. Swimmers have crazy shoulders. And they're usually very lean. They're like the lean cut. For sure. But they're definitely still like, they've got great bodies. Yeah. No, no, no. Good body for like Tennis is athlete. the only one where I'm like, I don't think that, not that they can't be in shape or they're not in shape, but I'm going to say like all tennis players are like ripped. Hmm. Because they have a different kind of body type. Sometimes like their legs aren't like super, well, let's look What's interesting because it's all tennis We're golfers. Like, golfers. <laughs> ew. Golfers are just gross anyway. But tennis is like, you have to have those thick-ass legs for bursting, like burst of sprint, like a sprint to the side and fucking sprint here and then like a burst in your arm. I want you to look at these pictures of these guys and tell me that like they're not all, not all of them are super hot. Like <clears throat> there obviously are hot guys, but like their legs just aren't super meaty, which is fine. I'm not even super into that. I'm just saying. But booties. Yep. I'm booties. saying you, you care because like their booties aren't huge. Football booties are great. Baseball booties are great. They have to be. They're so tall. Oh my God. What even, um... What the fuck was the guy's name who was on the Orlando Magic? His arms were like semi trucks. Yeah, you know man. I'm into arms. You know I'm I'm into arms. Oh, Dwight Howard. I'm looking him up. Yikes! Wow! Oh my god! Yo, yeah, great smile. Super talented. His arms are insane. They could have torn the head off of a grown woman. I'm gonna look up how tall he is. His height: six eleven. Six eleven. Who is he now? Is he with Houston? Is he fucking Rocket? What is he doing? Like, he's a Sagittarius. Um, oh, he's on the Wizards. Is he? Oh he's my December god. December eighth. Oh my god. Hi, BB. He's a second Deacon Sagittarius. Welcome to me. Yeah, he's fucking playing for Washington Wizards right now. Interesting, interesting. I'm into it. Are we ready for our segment? I am ready for our segment. Hey everyone, we haven't done this in a while. It's a pretty good one. It's a little segment called Urban Dictionary. It's Urban Dictionary. For those who have never been on Urban Dictionary, it is a fantastic little website where you can type basically any one or two words together, very normal words like picnic blanket, and find some of the most depraved sexual things you've ever heard in your life. 
that maybe some people have tried, maybe they haven't. So we've had some of our listeners hit us up. We've checked Instagram messages, emails. If you ever want to submit uh, your ideas for this, you can hit them up or hit us up through email, Instagram, social media of any kind. We are going to make our own Urban Dictionary definitions for you based on these very simple suggestions. So from Lex D. Roy, how appropriate, we have the border wall. The border wall. The border wall. Yeah. What do you think that is? Have you have you looked it up? Oh, of course I've looked it up. I mean, who hasn't seen this one on the pages mm-hmm. of the internet? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now, you know, it's a, the political climate. Yes. Couldn't be um, more heated. I, I would agree. I would tend to agree. So I think this is where um, they, they build a wall around, a bordered wall around Mexico. Okay. And then um, you take your closest friends and family. Um, everyone who is um, somewhat... Uh, of immigrant um, heritage, like anyone who came, which is basically all Americans, and you all go against the wall and okay. fuck. Okay. That's the border wall. It, it's actually, it's, it's more of a protest sexual position, showing that, like, you know, we're all, um, we're all We're immigrants. all getting fucked. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and that's that. That's, uh, what's what I read. The border, okay. Yeah, no, uh, no. You, 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 you. That must have been page, I got to page two. Cool, cool, cool. Page two. Yeah, so yeah. the border wall, what I had, and this one, I'm going to be honest. It sounds like it, uh, the one that I read takes like a lot less money and time. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah, it, it is convenient, that but you don't get to, you know, you don't get to explore your entire family sexually on a wall, which is a real downer I, for me. I agree. Or stick it to the man. Or stick it to that. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, then. So for this one, you take tiny little bricks and you build a tiny little wall around somebody's vagina. I love that. And then you put a tiny little wig on your penis after you paint it orange so it's like a little trump okay and then you just put that penis straight in and it defies the wall and it just it just fucks you that's what i read though that's what i read they're both great Mm -hmm. totally totally just just a smaller scale for sure i read that one oh the penis is definitely small i mean it's an orange there's a donald trump reflection it's gotta be a teeny tiny little stupid baby penis it's gotta be be. the smaller the better the smaller the better and if that penis has tiny hands tiny hands tiny tiny hands tiny hands hands. tiny little hands um, from Pab Smear, we have Farm Door. The Farm Door. Farm Door. Okay. Um, this also takes um, a good amount of the family. Um, <laughs> the one that I read. Um, as many farms do. As many farms do. But it's not necessarily like your human family. Okay. It's more of the farm family. Okay, okay. So um, usually you have to go in the middle of the night when the moon is full. Um, Are there werewolves involved? No, no, there's not. It's just, it's better lighting. Oh, oh, ooh, um, okay. You know what I mean? Because you're not really allowed to have unnatural light. It just ruins the mood. It's, it's, okay. It scares the animals off, for sure. It gets sexy for animals. Oh, you sure. So when the, when the mood is full, you go into the middle of the field, and you cover yourself in honey. Um, and then you do tribal sounds that, you know, attract the animals. And like, you, like, what? Like, what? Did it write any of them out? It showed an example of it, and it was like, um, actually, I watched a YouTube tutorial on okay. how to do it. Just, just, you know, out of curiosity for science, and it was like, you know, that sounds like when your cat's in heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. There it is. Yes. You know, anything like that. And then, you know, um, birds sometimes, deer, cows, cattle, you know, all that stuff will usually come to check what the deal is. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have to be positioned. This works for both men and women, so it's special in that way. Um, and you just have to, like, you know, proposition yourself and um, have a good old farmy... Um, um, orgy. I'm into it. Uh, that, I mean, I didn't make, that's what it said. That don't, it's definitely what, I saw that on the website too, for sure. Thank you, thank you. But what was the one that you for saw? Because sure. it was different, right? It was different. Oh my God. The one that I saw, it was, <laughs> it was, it was very different. And once again, much more simple. <laughs> it was very Damn. simple. The ones you're reading, I'm like, 
That is a that is a there's got to be a Groupon for that somewhere. That'll be Groupon. But the the farm door for this one was a little more um uh, I, I wouldn't say literal, but it's definitely more exemplary in the sense that um what you do is you have to find a partner. It can be a, a man if you're going to enter them from behind, or a woman if you're going to enter from front or behind. Oh, sorry. Who has recently recently lost a gratuitous amount of weight, oh, and there is a very goodness. very large flap of skin that is hanging over and oh, covering the whole I entire love that. leg. Yeah. So the farm door is, you know, you can either choose to peel it down and cover up the hole and then penetrate through the skin into the hole. Through or, the skin? Yeah, you don't want to, like, break their skin, but it's just kind of, like, pushing. Oh, I understand. You know. I understand. Not yeah, whole, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a totally. skin condom, and you put it in. It's the farm Ew, door. The oh hole is the door. And, you know, the, the farm comes in because preferably you're having sex in a barn, but if you can't, you know, you're both wearing overalls. I read that one too. Yeah. But the other one stuck with me for whatever reason. But I I'm mean, so glad to be reminded. Well, it's, of not, their it's nice to include our furry friends mm-hmm. in this instead of, oh, yeah. you know, it can't always be one on one intimacy. <laughs> Get real, it's 2019. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah. I, I'm glad that you found those ones. I'm glad you found those ones. I would say um, if, we, if we take one more. One more, yeah. One more. There's a really excellent one from Super Stove Star 1211. Oh, wow. <laughs> Great. It's gal. called The Tapeworm. Oh, the tapeworm. Yeah, the tapeworm. The tapeworm. You, we, all, we all know what tapeworms are. For those who don't know, I mean, a tapeworm is like this weird parasitic thing that's in your body that like eats your food, and if you don't have food to feed it, it just eats you from the inside out. So, I, be, I, I mean, what did you see? Um, a, a lot of, uh, there was a lot on, under this one, you know, so it's, it's hard to keep track. Um, it's a very mm. popular one, especially in um, New Zealand. Mm. Um, mm. I'm going to say that the, the, the one that I, I remember the most of the tapeworm is, um, um, it's, it's when you, uh, take a, you have, you has to, a woman has to be involved in this one. It okay. has to be. So you have to, okay. have to have a woman. I'm listening. Um, and she has to be preferably laying on a table, um, in a gas station, Oh, this is usually where one I'm gets tapeworms. So you usually have to be, you know, it could be it doesn't have to be on a table. It could be on a counter, like you're where the register is. But you know, obviously that's harder because you have to give you know consent from the the people who own mm-hmm. the gas station, which could be tricky. Um, and now the, the, they can jump in; they can totally jump in. Okay. Um, but um, you all have to um, uh, eat her out until she's dead. <laughs> That is my kind of Friday night. Holy shit. Till she's dead. Get her out until she's dead. Okay. Um, okay. You know what? Any takers, <laughs> I can say with full confidence, and I don't even need to do a study, 100% of women alive want to be eaten out to death. To death. <laughs> to death. In a 7-Eleven, preferably. Honestly, I'm not going to say no anywhere. Yeah, for, like, sure, for sure, for sure. Especially 7-Eleven. You got those little cheap hot dogs. You got snacks. You do got snacks. I yeah. do love that. You got that sweet tea. I love oh it. God, sweet tea, sweet tea. Well, good. Did you want to follow that up with anything? or? Of course. I oh, mean, good, 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 good. I think that, that one was, was good. one. I think, you know, honestly, that one might have been the top. That might have been the top one. And the one I found was probably closer to the bottom. The one I saw though, and for for once, I mean like the ones that I've been seeing recently have been a little more subdued. This one was pretty festive. It was pretty festive. So this one, you actually get into a giant worm suit. 
You I get love into, that. You get into one That's of the ones good. where you don't have arms, you don't have legs, but your face is cut out, so they can still, you know, see you who you are, see your dopey O face. Is, is, your, is your dick, is there like a little spot for your dick, or is it just... So here's the catch. Right. You are the dick. You are the dick. I love that. So you I find a woman, it. and there is a tapeworm activity, but also tape. You just kind of like... Tape her. Tape her. You tape her, you know, tape her legs apart, tape her arms apart, and oh. she's totally consenting. As long as it's consenting. And then you just slide your way into her vagina, your entire uh, complete adult form, and you slither up and through her body as far as humanly possible. If you emerge from her mouth, all the better, but if not, you just slither back out, and you know what? She's probably also going to die. So Both end up dying with women, for sure. Also, I'm nauseous. And also, real tapeworms may also cause the same side effects. We're just simply not sure. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm so glad we got to share the knowledge that we've gained with um, it feels good. the world. It feels good yeah. to let people know. Like, yeah, yeah. there are different positions you can be trying. There's different things. And for those who are balling on a budget, you know, you don't have to go buy a worm suit. Just swaddle yourself in a blanket, a family blanket. And your arms are gone. And people get that you're a worm. People get it, yeah. I mean, you can also still not going to stop We're you so from fucking it. on the counter. Give that guy, like, $5 and pizza. Ask him to join. I'll throw Birds. him in the mix. Yeah. You know who's got condoms? 7-Eleven. Yeah, they do. They're they a do. little overpriced, but they do have them. They do. For what, sure. Uh, who, who, I feel like Amazon's probably got the cheapest condoms. Probably, I would say. Because you get them in bulk. Unless you go to CVS when you got like that 20% off coupon, you feel me? Mm, or maybe if like Ralph's is doing a thing. Is Ralph's ever doing a thing? Like, like a coupon time? I mean, they may have condoms. I don't think they're ever like, ooh, sales on condoms today. There was, uh, I don't know, maybe it was a good price. There was, there was uh, I think it was a 10-pack. Or a 12, it was either a 10 or a 12 pack of Trojans that was like, I think it was only like $8. That's not bad. It wasn't terrible. I'm still gonna, I'm gonna vote on CBS when you've got a, like a 40% off coupon. Cause that, they do that. They give you that. Okay. That's, that's I think my best bet. That, and it's also fun to like look a cashier in the eyes and be like, thunk, like on the counter. It's like, I don't know. I feel like I've got way less shame from like, it sounds stupid, but like, as it, when I'm, I don't know about you, when I had to start buying tampons, I was so embarrassed. I, I wouldn't buy tampons or toilet paper. I don't, it, all of it was bad. And then the idea yeah. of condoms was like misery. I would never have bought condoms. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, now look like me in the eyes. Huh. Fucking. Or just go to Planned yep. Parenthood and get free condoms, everybody. That's the cheapest place you can get condoms is Planned Parenthood. Or set up a clothing swap with your friends and walk out with like a fistful of condoms. That also helps. I forgot about that. Praise be. Praise be. We're going to be continuing this book next week, post-Super Bowl, after we've both watched the Super Bowl. Both. All right. <laughs> after I've watched the Super Bowl and I told Tatiana all about it. All about um, it. And we'll finish up in Dominican's Do Stomp on My Balls. And I liked it. Be sure to check out our website, snatch22podcast.podbead.com, where you can find our social media. Follow us, like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, whatever. Leave us a review. We sure would love that. And as always, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Snatch 22 Podcast. I'm Voiceless Croy. And I'm Tatiana. See you next week. Be sure to come for the book.